We begin today chapter 30. Chapter 30 in one word, shval. Aloneness. We're talking about, since chapter 29, about the timtumalei, the dullness of the heart, the insensitivity that you can have in your heart that is unresponsive to meditation, contemplation, about your relationship with God, the greatness of God, it just isn't, the fire isn't taking hold. And you own your life, feel very responsible, and want to improve. You want to be able to have a sense of, uh, of connection, a sense of the divine. It should not just be purely intellectual or just doing, but you know, the heart needs to be engaged. So we spoke in the previous chapter about different methods on how you can humble, crush the negative side. We spoke yesterday about raging the good over the bad, something only to yourself, not to someone else. Don't be in a rage. <laughs> But if you need to crush some negativity, sometimes you're going to say, uh, stop it. Yeah. It's a rage. And they spoke more about that yesterday. Today we continue with this. A new method. This is These are methods on how to humble, to crush the ego, the animal soul, the the negative side within us, in order to allow the, the soul, the divine soul, to shine. So, in order to deal with this symptom of this uh, coarseness, this insensitivity of the heart, so in this chapter, you should follow the instructions of the sages in Pirkei Avais, in the Ethics of Our Fathers, it says in the fourth chapter, that you should be low of spirit before every individual. Uh, commentators have a difficulty with uh, this statement. Um, there are two types of humility. One is um, that you feel less than others, and another is that you... Um, that you don't have a sense of uh, self-glorification and therefore you can appreciate others. The first is, comes is the first type that we spoke about and we just mentioned, it's called shiflois, less than, inferior. And the other one's called anivus, which basically means recognizing the powers that you have, the qualities that you have, and that if you, if those qualities another person would have, they would uh, f fare better than you would. That's a humility. Um, but that's not what we're talking about over here. We're talking about shiftless, shval meaning low, aloneness, that you feel less than. 
And as the Mishnah says, less than every other person. So many of the commentators have a difficulty with that. How could you be less than even like, you know, an outright sinner, someone who's not a good person? So therefore, many people want to learn that it means to conduct yourself in a self-effacing manner towards others. Therefore, you'll treat every person with deference as though they are superior to you. To you. But it's as though. But the alternative does not um, accept that understanding. Because in Hebrew, the words are havei, you shall be shval ruach, <coughs> lowly in your estimation before others. Hmm. It says, you shall be, not you should consider, but you shall be. In other words, really be, sincerely. In other words, even in the presence of the most worthless of worthless individuals, Kalshabikalim, that's what you should do. How are you going to get there? That sounds like a pretty uh, uh, difficult task. And, you know, the alternative won't mention this, but, you know, why should you get there? Excuse me. So, how to reach that? How can we be expected to feel that, that even we're less than the person who's like, uh, you know, a real sinner? So, to understand that, we have to now explain another teaching from Pirkei Ovis that says, um, Don't judge your fellow until you have stood in their place. So the Alter Rebbe says, stood in their place, in a literal sense, physically, is the first understanding. In other words, physically, this person, where they stand to make their livelihood, is, you know, like an outdoor, uh, you know, uh, outdoor street corner kind of individual, who the eyes are always gazing, and, um, you know, being in such a place to make a livelihood, of course, you're going to counter, encounter, um, you know, unwholesome people, unwholesome situations. And, uh, you know, if you're out there all the time, hmm. So it's the place that causes. Don't judge a person until you reach their place. It's their place that's causing their uh, lack. So in other words, in this sense, a physical place, because, you know, you could be at home, you could be, uh, you know, behind, um, you know, the curtains, the veils that separate you from, the negativity of the world, but not this person. Oh, right in the middle of all of it. That's one understanding, the physical uh, place that causes. And then there's the spiritual place that causes, meaning um, that this person is who you're looking at, comparing who's a sinner, really a far off, not, not a good quality person. Right, and uh, this person has a heart that is like a furnace, furnace that is fiery with passion, lust, addictions, and um, they, uh, it's hard for them to rein that in. Whereas 
Another temperament of an individual is that they're able to rein it in. They're able to deal with it. They're not as greatly tempted. Because we see that the evil impulse in every individual is different. They're not the same. That is today's class. It's actually short. Short point. So, humility in, tw in the 21st century is not necessarily something that people um, ha either have an understanding, an appreciation, or feel that, you know, it's for bygone days. Humility is for the weak. But if you're strong, mm, you know, you're going to present yourself. You own the world. You're in control. And of course, that's not the case. So there is a humility that you just feel that you are achieved a lot but the reason you've achieved a lot and you are where you are in life is because you've been given a lot and you recognize that and therefore you don't uh self-aggrandize you're because you realize that your greatness is not due to you you've been given great um abilities so the humility actually is that if someone else would have my abilities they would accomplish a lot more I would accomplish a lot less. So that is a very um, it's a very healthy thing. But what we're talking about here goes even a step further. Shiftless means a smallness. You know, now to feel so small, you got to be very strong. And know exactly who you are that you could feel that you are even less than the most you know kind of worthless person not that we make the judgment who's worthless and, and i don't think that's the uh, that's not the idea over here of course the idea though is that looking at that person who might be just uh you know a real a real character as they say and yet you can feel that you are less than them. And how do you do that? When you understand another person, what brings them to do bad. When you can understand that it's the kind of job that they have and it's the type of character that they were given. So it's their physical place, it's their, their place in their spirit that um, causes all of this negativity, hmm. then it's easier to be humbled by it, as we will further see. At the core of humility is the idea that I'm not the center of the universe, that the center of the universe is God, and I'm here to serve, that itself is a, is a sign of humility, an act of humility. 
that we're here to serve. People think that when they're strong and, 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 and nacho is, you know, they're being served. That's a weak person who needs to be served, who needs to be um, Yeah, needs to be served. So this idea of humility that we're here to serve is then a very crucial, invaluable quality because that's what leads us that we can make that shift because I really believe that the, the, the biggest issue that we need to handle is intellectually and then emotionally am i here to be served or am i here to serve so the human condition is that it's here to serve me and everything is here to benefit me not to hurt another but it's still you know i lead my life for the benefit of my life and that's of course self-serving it doesn't have to be you know terrible things that you're doing it could be wonderful things you're doing but it's self-serving or I'm here to serve what God needs from me, which will be serving my family, serving my community, serving, you know, that's the ways that it will express itself. Um, that this is the, you know, the, the first crucial point. Yeah. Okay. Any questions, any comments, any thoughts? question marks before you ask a question I don't see any questions on Facebook any questions So Sam asked a question, how does one deal with people who perceive humility as weakness? Yeah, I'm not certain why you have to deal with those people. You know, but you have to show them that you're not weak. That's weak. You don't have to show anything. Just be yourself. And, uh, you know, they think it's weakness. That that's their foolishness. It's actually a, a great strength to be able to have that. But how do you deal with that? Just you know, be what you got to be. And I, I I can't see how you can. I'm not exactly certain how you would deal with it. Be quite frank. Not certain. Michael. Um, the analogy in the marketplace that um, the one who walks over the marketplace um, can uh, find more things he can sin. Uh, is this also meaning for the uprising? 
because when somebody raises up in an environment with, um, with yeshivas and somebody raises up in an environment with uh, secularity, right? That, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. If you're sitting and studying Torah a whole day, you know, you're not going to have the same kind of temptations that if you're sitting, you know, um, uh, on the street corner, you know, um, on a hot summer day with uh, people, you know, dressed the way they might dress, uh, of course, it's going to be very different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Davida, how can we sustain humility 24-7? So I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's black and white 24-7, but I, I guess if it's, um, it, I, I really believe that, you know, this is the mantra we have to tell ourselves. I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. Hashem, what do you need from me? Whatever you need, I'm here to serve. Whatever it is. That's the mantra. You know, and, and saying it over, truly believing it, and, you know, little by little, you'll be living it. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps, uh, Davida. Instagram, there's a question. With the exclusion of evil people, a Malik, like, yeah, yeah, we're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, Hitler and, and Stalin and Amalek, you know. Talking about your 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 friends and family, you know, start there. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people that, you know, not so wonderful. And um, so start there, yeah. That, that's where we need to, to begin. Okay. All right. Um, I don't see anything else. All right. Short class today. To be continued. Uh, oh, Sina. Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say to the question on Facebook and how to deal with other people perceiving you as weak. Um, what I do is I pay attention to what I do and what I can do. I don't get caught up in what they think their judgment. And as we've learned, judgment isn't always a good thing. And it can really put you down into a, a really bad spot. So what I do is I pay no mind. I I do what I can do, I do what I have to do. And sometimes I slip up and if if I take their judgment, it will make me feel even worse and 
instead of trying to improve that thing that I picked up on. So that's that's always a good thing to yeah. remember. Very Don't good. Just focus on what you can do to better yourself. Yeah. Perfect. Perfecto. All right. Uh, wonderful. All right. Conversation to be continued. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine, coming to Rechabad, Zechon Kadesh, Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you that Tanya. Have a wonderful day. Thank you all for joining. Be well.